All right, so we're about to start off our fifth. sixth episode. Fifth. Holy crap. No, no, this is five. This is five. There's four on the internet, one in the can, no, there's and today. Three on the internet and what? one in the can. I know. Who the fuck can count over here? Me. Apparently. <laughs> Me. And, <laughs> and that, I believe, actually is the first ever intro that you've run on your own. I, I, I did. You were busy eating chips, so I figured, oh, yeah, I'd, just you totally I figured I'd just run with it. Very, very nice, very nice. <laughs> and as you can tell, we're off to another very professional day for the podcast. H- highly professional, yeah. Uh, so one of the things, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump track on, on what we were doing, because Go for it. Uh, one of the things when I was publishing the podcast this week, and, and, and I sent it back to you, and you were like, maybe these should be explicit. What, just because we dropped the F-bomb Well, I think we I think so. we'd said it a few times. I didn't actually pay attention to how many times we'd said it. I don't even know if I'd said fuck yet, but now I've definitely said it, so it's got to yeah, be explicit now. I think at the end of the day, I don't think you've necessarily listened to the podcast as much as I have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think I just don't care what I say. So I think it's probably a good idea to call it explicit. But I was thinking, like, uh, explicit as being, like, you're actually talking about, like, sexual acts or something. I I don't know. Yeah, we we don't really necessarily get down. Cursing occasional, like it seems, uh, we're just kind of you know occasional. You just say whatever comes out. Yeah, I just want to make sure we're on the right side of the FCC, right? Because those guys can be douchebags. I don't think they care about the internet. I think it's just Apple that we have to worry about. Like getting the moderators from Apple iStore getting pissy that that we cursed and we we said we were clean. But here's what I don't like. There's your problem. There needs to be there needs to be on the on the uh, iStore. What is it? The iTunes iStore. Uh, It's called iTunes. Okay, so normally I'm the one's like, what the fuck is the internet? Have you? I can has cheeseburger. What? (laughs) (laughs) You're like this. I I I don't know. I don't know. When I when I had to do when I did the publishing, it was the first time I've ever installed iTunes. Wow. Yeah. That's like, have you never owned an iPod? No. Wow. I know, right? You may be the only person on the planet, save some poor fucks in Ethiopia, that have yeah. never owned an iPod. No, I've never owned an iPod. I, I always iPad. went uh, with other brands. I had a Creative Zen and, and I've had uh, um, other stuff. Yeah. A Zune. I know. I had yeah. a Zune. Hey, I've had two, three, three Zunes, actually. Yeah. I had my Zune phone, which was awesome. I had my um, monstrous first Zune, which was um, large and brick-like. Yeah. And then my middle little tiny Zune, which was actually kind of slick. I, I, I've, had, I've got a couple of those around the house that we bought for the, for the kids a couple of years ago. Yeah. I actually really dig the Zunes. The, uh, I like the interface. It's nice and clean. It's easy. The uh, Microsoft's uh, online store with the Zune Pass is just it's, great. It's very nice. Yeah. And we're, we should be published there, sort of, although the... It seems to be ingesting or doing whatever it does after I submitted it. Well, it's uh, Microsoft. They do take a little bit longer than most that do stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> In a good way. <clears throat> on to uh, what our first topic was. So as, um, it looks like you were doing some investigation this week, and a you found a, a top ten list on Y Combinator for new um, and exciting uh, startups. I did. And the, you know, the only reason that I, uh, I found that is because I, I did something else for the first time this week. Use the internet? I, I signed up for Twitter. Look, Wow. Now, have you heard of MySpace? Because I think if you're just getting on the Twitter bandwagon, MySpace might be right to I, speed. I, I, I know. Uh, Twitter's a little bit like Twitter's actually a big deal now, uh, whereas MySpace is. Uh, is it still? No, nobody uses yeah. MySpace. Um, no, so so I kept hearing about. Well, so I listen to Howard Stern a lot, and he's always and they've been talking <laughs> a lot about like uh, getting on Twitter, yada yada yada, this and that, uh, and so. I, Whatever. Let me, I want to see what this is about, and so I add. I set it up. I added some feeds on uh, on my phone, and then I added a couple of tech 
thing. So they added like TechCrunch and Wired and a couple okay. other things, which is nice because it gives me basically an instant feed into yep. things that I normally, when I'm stuck in traffic, I can go, oh, hey, what's what's interesting going on? This, and so mm -hmm. it's just another like feed for information, basically. But yep. I, and I do follow Howard Stern also and, and Kevin Smith, but I don't think any other celebrities. Yeah, so I've actually, uh, I've been... Interest like okay nobody go look at my Twitter feed because I don't ever update the damn. You have thing. one, and you were just making fun of me. Oh, I've had Twitter for a very very oh, very, okay. very very. You're just super making fun time. of me for for just, for just finally yeah, catching yeah. up. Yeah, I like, yeah, I was against it. I had I was like fuck Twitter. See, uh, I, I'm a fan of Twitter, but not for the same reason. Like I, the way I look at the stuff, I really don't do anything that's really exciting enough for people to care about. So I don't really post in 140 characters. I'm sitting in traffic again. Woo! Um, because it's kind of lame. But what I do love Twitter for is the fact that I can, like, I want to say back when the, um, oh, crap, was it the... Internet? No, it wasn't the, I think it was one of the Kindle launches, actually, <laughs> was being announced in the East Coast. Yeah. It's some big launch event, and I was like, I'm going to get up in the morning, and I'm just going to start searching for, um, you know, some hashtags. And sure enough, I can sit there and watch my Twitter feed update. I'm, I was like laying in bed because, you know, I mean, Jesus Christ, at 9 o'clock in the morning, New York time. Right, it's at like, 6 a.m. here. It's really early, and I don't do that. So I'm sitting there, like, staring at a laptop going, ah, sweet, I knew that was coming. I totally <laughs> want one of those. I'm going to go buy it tonight. Or, you know, pre-order. I think it was the actual launch for the uh, the second iteration of the Kindle. Oh, okay. And yeah. I was totally The, the Kindle, the, which is the first one that you bought, right? You yeah, kind of, you held off on the initial Kindle launch until they, they came out with the yeah. revised version. And here's the thing, like, and I've been telling a lot of people this this week because there's been some uh, things happening. I'm really a big fan of early adoption. I will be the first guy to buy whatever cool new crap comes out, right? But I realize I do have some criteria. There are some things that I absolutely refuse to be an early adopter on. My mother-in-law this week um, went and got some LASIK surgery. Yeah. Now, <laughs> plenty of people have gotten LASIK surgery, right? It turns out that she was an early adopter for LASIK surgery 20 effing years ago. Yeah, that's that's not one. Like, things that... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they went into... Um, Biological practices. I'm exactly, not going to be an like, early adopter on. No, nothing. Anything that comes with, like, transistors in it, sold. You want to carve into me? No, we'll, yeah. we'll wait a good 20 years on any of I don't want to be first in line for that uh, penis extension surgery. No. Because if no. something goes wrong... Uh, yeah, you're, I, you're done. All right, I'd like, to, I'd like them to work out the bugs in that before they get to me. Yeah, so and I don't, I don't really need it anyway. Since we're explicit, <laughs> I figured I'd go that that direction a little bit. Yeah, it, it's important to revel. <laughs> so anyway, now that you're on Twitter, yeah, and uh, using Twitter, and I, I, I enjoy Twitter because it's a really nice way to find out about cool stuff that's coming. Yep. Um, so I, yeah, so I saw this this uh, this feed came in from TechCrunch about mm -hmm. this Y Combinator uh, demo day that they were doing, which which I hadn't heard anything about. I didn't know anything about it, but apparently it's a, uh, um, I don't know some. Trade show program thing where everybody gets together, hangs out together, and a bunch of these uh, startup companies. Yeah, as I understand it, it's where startup companies are kind of getting put in front of venture capitalists. Exactly. And there's like a, kind of the dating game going on. Of, yeah. Hey, here's the people that are doing great, and here's the cash to fund it. Yeah, so I was like, wow. I, I, when I first saw it come through, the article, I was like, wow, this is really cool. I want to see what this new, cool, great stuff is that, that some people are doing. So hold on. I, I have yeah. to point out the irony here. Uh, you're like, what, five years late on Twitter? Yeah. And... If I'm not mistaken, you're about to poo-poo um, a bunch of new technology that's just coming out. That's exactly what I'm going to do. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, but I was excited. I was excited to see, hey, what's this cool new stuff that's coming out? What are the cool ideas that people are coming up with? And uh, TechCrunch had put together a list of the top 10 companies that they you know, had reviewed and, yeah. and saw and saw demos on. 
and I went through the list really quickly, and I was abysmally disappointed with with the new stuff that's out there. So, and and I think the which is all which is uh, clarification. All of the new stuff that these people are doing with their new startup companies are better than any startup company that I'm doing. So, well, I, I mean, actually, I don't want to. I think I actually want to kind of point out here the the a lot of times when there's a startup coming out, right? People just don't get it, right? It's like, why would I be interested in Twitter? Why would I be interested in Facebook? Right. Why would I be interested in X kind of thing, right? Yep. But from what we talked about and what you saw on the list and what we and what we're going to be talking about here in a second is, it's not that any of these are like a concept that you you don't get yet. It's just that it's like rehashes of existing stuff. That's, that was exactly that was when, as I was going through it, and uh, uh, the first one was Carsabi, which was a uh, site for assisting you with buying a used car. Which Carfax or uh, <laughs> Auto Trader, yeah, or Cars.com. Unless or they're doing it in a really I, new and inventive way, yeah. where I say I'm looking for X, Y, and Z features, and it not only tells me which cars are there, but goes out and finds the guy, calls him, and you know, like you know, brokers the whole deal, and I just have to go, yes, please, and it shows up in my office that afternoon. Yeah, I, I don't know I, that I care. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I mean, granted, I didn't see it. I just saw a brief summary of it, uh, and and I reconstituted it into a simple summary of a used car website, <laughs> and and I just have trouble going like, hey, that's a great new inventive idea. It sounds like something that has been done before. There's a bunch yeah. of competition out there for it already. Uh, I don't know what they're doing to differentiate themselves. Um, yeah, it, it does seem like. So when I'm looking at new stuff that I want to try out, I'm really looking for something that kind of grabs me and goes, "This is effing awesome." Yeah. And I don't get that. Yeah, like it, it doesn't translate to me right now. Is well, granted, I just bought a car, so I don't really need yeah. the service. <laughs> and you didn't buy a used car. No, no. Yeah. So, um, so some of the others that you talked about there were a little like, and this is going to make me sound like either a backwards person or a person that hates people, which is probably true. On both the counts. second one's definitely um, true. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, the uh, what was it called? Pair. Yeah. Where you and your partner can have your very own personal okay, so um, <laughs> site to share all of your um, great and interesting things right, that you, you can do. Set up, you can set up a timeline together. Oh, how to sweet. To share your love. Now, I, I mean, I'm married. I love my wife. We do tons and tons of cool shit together. We have a lot of fun. Uh, but we have no desire to tell anybody what we're doing. And if we do, it's people that we're going to go hang out with and go, hey, I just tried this great winery over here. You want to come and hang out? It's, it's really yummy wine. Yeah, and I mean, I've been married for 14 years now, so <laughs> so, so you don't care anymore. <laughs> I, I'm I'm I, and I still love my wife, uh, but maybe I'm a little jaded to this whole. Uh, w no, so you know what? It, it's it, bullshit because 14 years ago, I still would have thought it was a stupid idea. 14 years ago, when I was planning on getting married and I was like really excited about it and I was into it and everything, I still would have said. No, I'm not going to do that. No, yeah. I'm not going to go do a baby showers. No, I'm not going to go to, well, you know. There's the thing is, is I don't think, um, and again, I haven't spent any time on the site, but I'm going to go ahead and say this. As a man, I don't really care. Um, I know there's plenty of women out there that really like to talk about all the cool shit they're doing with their partner, and we need to recognize that that's for women. Uh, like, if the site was right. for men, it would be like the rest of the internet and it would have porn on it. Yeah, I just there's there's a there's a there's people out there, and I'm sure they're lovely people. Are you talking about your brother-in-law? No, I'm not. Uh, there are people out there. They just get sappy, and it, it just I just it, it, the women it's in they're into it, and the guys just follow along, and I just have trouble believing that the guys are really into it. Uh, have you met your brother-in-law? I have. <laughs> I'm willing to. He bet might hear this someday, so uh, let's hey, keep it tame, right? <laughs> I'm just saying, if we were to show this to him, 
he would probably actually be into it. There, I mean, there is a class of guys out there that like this kind of stuff. I, I know. It's just not a very big one. Uh, yeah. Pussies. Basically. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I guess, uh, wh- what were some of the other ones you saw in there? Uh, hang on, let me pull up my list. Was there one for, um, like, uh, hey, that's always a bonus when the laptop falls off the uh, um, table. Although, I guess this time it was just the power brick, so it wasn't as Yeah, yeah, as power, bricks, power, power bricks are tough. Uh... Price Economics, which is an online price guide for anything, which, well, like, it's like Ca- Kelly Blue Book for smartphones and laptops. But can can I just go and search for something on eBay or Amazon and see what the price is? Uh, usually, yes. Actually, there was um, back in the day, and and this is one where I may disagree a little bit. Where that it might actually be handy. Um, there was a site, and um, excuse me, uh, the site was for um, electronic stuff, right? Like uh, RAM. And it would show you a trended history of what that price has been and what it's going to be, and it would th- show some projections for where it might go soon. Yeah. And as a starving college student at the time, it was actually super helpful for me to be able to go, oh, hold on, I could probably uh, wait another couple of weeks, save myself 30, 40 bucks. And, uh, but, but you know that anyway. You don't need to go to a website and say, you know what, this costs $200 today. If I wait six months, it's going to cost 150 uh, y- You probably know that already. Yeah, granted. Uh, what what I'm trying to point out here is that kind of site may actually be a little bit I'm beneficial not, to people that aren't that, that are like closer to the right. line. I'm not saying are. it may not have some value. I'm just it just it, it, it seems like a hard concept to sell on its own. Yeah, um, and like so, if let's pretend for a second that I'm a venture capitalist, aka I have money to burn and I'm going to go help out another company. I'm going to be looking at companies that can a generate a solid revenue stream, uh, companies that can pay me back, and companies that have not only a primary means of payment or primary means of cash but multiple insor- multiple sources and i have a hard time seeing how any of these are really going to be anything but ads based or um yeah. even if you're looking at some of them where it's like uh like the cars one i suppose there's a uh metrics you can provide back to people that are selling their cars but again you're looking at in- i mean if it's yeah. if it's for individuals right yep. and if you're doing it for um car s- car dealers you're looking at a lot of cost to interface with enough car dealerships across the globe to make sure it works. Yeah. One of the ones that I, I that was on here that I did kind of like was an app called, uh, or a, a company called Midnox. I assume that's how you say it. A, and, and they've got an app called uh, Luma for the iPhone that stabilizes videos as you're taking them. All right. So it's basically, it, it's it's an app. Yeah. It goes on the phone, stabilizes videos, and does some additional, like, um visual filters in real time so you can right. do, you, you can you, you can, can get sepia on your video exactly but i mean does, I can does see it automatically that. add old timey music and weird little vignettes so you can look like you're in the I, old west i think that's exactly what you can do uh but i think the, the video stabilization is is kind of a nice thing and i could see people like who take a lot of videos on their phone purchasing that app now yeah so you know how far that's going to go i don't know but actually, I, but i see that as a nice idea and saying hey here's something that's the iphone's a great device mm-hmm. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna build this thing in here. We're gonna give this make as an add-on. Uh, eventually, Apple will buy us, and we'll make a bunch of money, and it'll just be built into the iPhone at some point. Or, yeah. or and Apple will infringe on a patent, and we'll be able to make some money. <laughs> make exactly. a bunch of money. I suspect that'll actually go um, be pretty solid. I mean, I was at a gig this weekend, and uh, I was surprised to look out over the audience and see um, people actually had tripods with iPads attached to them. W- to record their really? children playing, yeah. 
Like with a, a tripod? With a tripod. Wow. That's yeah, and I was like, wow. Like the guy sitting next to me was just kind of holding his iPad up, aiming it at the stage, but there was like three others out there in the crowd, just iPod, wait, tripod. Wait, wait. The guy had an iPad. iPad, yeah. At you were at a concert? Yeah. It was a uh, Rock and More concert. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know, I'm actually on the board of a not-for-profit charity called uh, Dace's Rock and More Music Academy. And basically what we do is we kind of put together every uh, three months or so shows that are featuring um, children musicians that have, you know, taken lessons at the school. And there's normally 12 to 13 bands, and they all show up. And, you know, these are kids anywhere from, like, 5 to 60. And, uh, you know, they get to g- we get to go on stages at big actual places like the Hard Rock Cafe or things around town here. And, uh, you know, they get to play on stage to a whole bunch of people. And there's usually a bunch of, you know, family and whatnot in the audience. But this was the first uh, show I'd seen in a while where um, it wasn't video cameras, where there had actually been a large amount of folks that have made the switch over to um, iPads. Well, and I've seen people, I mean, you see people taking videos with their phones all the time. I've just, I don't think I've ever seen anybody doing it with a tripod, which which I, I, I get why you do that. It makes it a better video. But it, it seems like if you're going to invest in... A tripod. I, I didn't even know that they made because it must have a little clippy they, thing. They have right? to make mounts for it. I mean, yeah. It, come on, the, I, the people. Have, there's tons and tons of companies out there that just make money adding add-ons for Apple products. Yeah, yeah. So, huh. yeah. So actually, while we're talking about iPads, um, I was having a conversation with one of the guys I work with um, on our way as we were carpooling home, and he was telling me about this really cool app that he saw for the iPad that made him want to buy an iPad and a stylus. And um, a bunch of plugins. The app is called Paper. And what it does is it simulates a moleskin notebook. So you can have your iPad, you can flip pages. It, it is using the new uh, resolutionary new iPad. Y- so, yeah. That, yeah, you can have um, very, essentially the exact same experience that you have on paper, but in your iPad. When right. you're drawing, you can do watercolors, you can do charcoal, you can do whatever you want, right? And admittedly, I make my money. By using computers. I'm a big fan of computers. But I'm finding as I get older, there's things that I'm like, ah, really? Okay, so hold on. Let me get this straight. I'm going to spend uh, $500 on an iPad, $20 on a stylus, $30 for all the plugins for the app, and I'm going to be able to do exactly what I could with a pencil and effing paper. Right. So so uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to throw in. I heard about this app for the first time this week also, and I don't do anything iPad. I don't have an iPad. I've, I don't even know if I've actually used one ever. I don't think I've actually even like hands-on held an iPad in my life yet. Uh, <laughs> but uh, one of our one of the guys that we both know, uh, I saw who, who does uh, uh, um, animation now. Um, uh, I, I'm all of a sudden interested. Is the guy I think it is? Yeah. Okay. Um, Posted on Facebook that that he switched over and bought a, um, an iPad, I believe, because uh, specifically for that app. Like that impressed him so much that he was like, "All right, that's it. I'm switching over and I'm I'm going iPad." So, um, and, and just as we were talking before the show, I went on and I looked and, and I saw a demo of it. And it was kind of cool. And you yeah, do all kinds of things. Like, so it's a phenomenal looking app. I mean, it looks great. But personally, I'm a little confused on why we would spend, uh, you know, probably six hundred dollars right on something that you can get for maybe. $20 for a nice moleskin notebook and then depending on what medium you want to work in, right? Because right. you're going to be you're, you're not going to be doing oil painting, charcoal, watercolor, pencils. Well, like you're not going to okay, do so, it all. So at here's the, same the time. thing. So here's the thing is as uh, somebody who's done a lot of art in in, in my day, uh, most of it back when I was in college and I did a lot of drawings and stuff. You a you're not going to do uh, anything other than sketches 
pencil yep. sketches on a, in a moleskin notepad. I mean, you, or you might add some some crayon or some Conte crayons, or you might mm-hmm. add some other some stuff, some colored pencils and stuff. But you're definitely not going to be doing. Um, uh, you know, oil paints. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to do anything with watercolors, you're going to be using a, a really a, thick paper, thicker paper, and you're in a bigger pad. And and most of the time, you're even going to even with a lot of the other stuff, you're going to be doing bigger. You know, a bigger pad. Yeah. I mean, like I I used to carry around a portfolio that w- sized uh, right. paper that was huge, and then the cost of all your art supplies, right? So because you do when you're when you're an art student, you're not just doing. Just pencil, right? You're, right. You're doing... But, but that's when you're an art student. I don't know that... I mean, like, I'm not an art student. I don't... Yeah, I think artists switch mediums quite a bit. I really? Think that, yeah, I think they're using a lot of different things. And, and, and when you're paying for, like, watercolor brushes, which I have paid for in the past, are not cheap. No. And that's... If you want to buy one, it's yeah, not cheap. Well, and, if you're, and if you're an artist, you're not making a ton of money, right? So you don't have a lot... Like, not when you're typically. going... Oh, that ten dollar brush. Uh, I don't know. That's that's kind of ten bucks. I don't know, but I really want that edge. Um, and then you're buying things like you know uh, masking tape and glue and all kinds of other things. And here's the other thing that that you get in in a digital medium that you don't get on paper. Mm-hmm. The fact that your battery runs out. That I can erase. That I can erase <laughs> cleanly. Right, as opposed to, I mean, when I was when I was using when I was doing paper and pencil stuff, you know, you've always got like your uh, little eraser guard, little thin piece of metal that you'd kind of put over things to protect the stuff that you don't want to erase. And then if you erase too much, you wear through your paper and things it, things get smudged. Um, I I I, can, I really can see a benefit of of working on see, a digital device. I'm going to go ahead paper. and sound like a nerd here, actually, like a <laughs> um, an anti technology nerd. Yeah. You Luddite. Yeah, basically. There's a certain amount of... Uh, personally, I'm more engaged with art that isn't on a screen. Like, if I'm watching something on a screen, I want it to be moving like a video or... Um, like, I'm not even a big fan of, like, just picture slideshows attached to music or anything. Like, If I'm looking at art that is done in a digital medium, I want it to have depth, I want it to be moving, because when you're looking at art in reality, right... There is a certain like depth to it that you don't get when you're looking at a screen. There's also a kind of uh, given perfect lighting situations, right? You actually see more of what was intended because right. when I'm looking at something on my laptop monitor, I've got the angle of my laptop monitor that's going to take away from what it looks like. There's like different monitors have different color saturation levels. It, it, it just feels cheaper to me. Yeah. So you'd rather you'd rather your porn be video not not photography exactly yeah. uh, actually what i'm saying is if i'm going to like for instance no, I, know, I know what you're saying there's been like a bunch of uh, uh any number of artists that i've seen actual pictures of hanging in a museum yeah and i'm like wow that's really cool even though i've seen like uh, posters or pictures of it i'm like eh, whatever yeah no I, I i i agree there's there's definitely something about the physical medium that that is there uh i i, I suspect that a lot of artists who would be using this are doing it for the initial like hey here's what i think it's going to look like and, and and you can throw up you know so 10 drafts of what you want your final piece to look like on so you're thinking this is more for prototyping i i could totally see it for prototyping which if you're doing prototyping you probably want rough sketches anyway so again why aren't you using no no, no i think i could do a rough sketch a prototyping right really quickly on the ipad no 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 no, no this is this composition doesn't work and i can probably i don't know i haven't used it 
I assume I can cut and paste. I can move things around. No I can do all kinds of other things that, yeah, that I couldn't do if I was using the actual medium. And go, oh no, this is what I. This is kind of what I want it to look like. And then you're, I'm sure the end result still doesn't even look like that. But it it, it, right. it, it gets you going. I don't know. And honestly, I suspect it's more of people probably just use it as it's fun. Yeah, and like admittedly, on my uh, Kindle Fire, there's a little uh, I think it's called Sketchpad drawing yeah. app that I download. Yeah. I will sit there for like hours while I'm watching some TV show that I don't actually care about, just playing with little drawings and stuff. So I, I can understand the appeal of a drawing thing, yeah. but I have a hard time understanding. Or giving it to your kid, right? Kids love I, the drawing apps, the finger painting. See, and here's again where I'm going to seem like a backwards person. I'm not giving a kid whose primary function in life is to drool and shit an iPad. I, I don't think it's that they <laughs> give it to them. I think it's that uh, you it's yours. It's your iPad, and you hand it to them to distract them when you're you're trying to do something else. Okay, and I'm nice. just I you know for millennia, the way we handled that you know the grown up way, slip your kids some whiskey, <laughs> go outside and play. <laughs> yeah, exactly, go outside and play. I had to do that when I was like my nephew. He's five. He's got a, a kick ass um, video game on the Wii. Yeah, I don't remember what it's called, but it's got like. A bunch of physical media characters, little plastic characters yeah. that he can drop onto this little uh, pool-like thing, and all of a sudden, ding! That's the character he's playing with on the screen. Yeah, right. Do you know what I was playing with when I was five? No. Dirt clods. That's what we had to play with. Dirt clods. We threw them around <laughs> at each other. We hoped I to was, God they weren't rocks because that I, hurt. I was there. I was there. I threw. <laughs> you remember? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we we threw like uh, horse poop. Well, yeah, which, which grows in about the same shape as a, as a dirt clod. Yeah, in the Tri Cities, you come across dirt clods a lot more readily yeah. than you do uh, horse poop. But yeah, I mean, uh, I, I think we're getting to a point where we've so we haven't hit that uh, sweet spot in my mind. We're either over technologying or under technologying, and our technology doesn't fit enough into um, physical media as it ought to. Yeah, right. Like if I had, um, and this is one of those things that I totally wish I had. Um, if I had a piece of, uh, if I had a notebook, right. And I could write in that notebook. Yeah. And right as I'm writing, that notebook would just ding, 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 change all of my handwriting into text that people could read. Right, right. right. That I would, would be sold. That, that it, would be, I would be there too. Yeah. And if I had like a notepad. Didn't you I have, could, didn't you have that in, back in college you had? No, no, the, no. no I, it was you'd write on the actual paper and it had a, 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 a yeah, so, digital pad underneath of it that would. Yeah. And I have one right now. I mean, I have a, um, a live scribe pen, which is awesome. Yeah. So the live scribe pen, for those of you who don't know, is a pen. And it goes, it has some magic paper that's associated with it. I turn the pen on, and it's got a little IR camera in the front of the pen. And the paper has some micro dots that you can barely see. And by looking at where the micro dots are, it knows where you're writing on the notepad. Right. And it can just totally transcribe everything you're writing really quick, really efficiently. And you can like upload it to your computer. You can now even just kind of email it. You can make tables. You can do all tons of really cool shit with it. And it's yeah. a great product. Um, and the reason I use it is because I, I do have kind of a physical backup there where I'm writing on paper and it's right. also digital. So you still get the feeling of, get the, of feeling the way that you used to take your notes and do your things. Yeah. But it, it instantly digitizes it without having to run it over to a scanner and run it through exactly. a handwriting recognition program. And, and like it's a phenomenal product, but at the end of the day, my writing is crap. Yeah. <laughs> and so so how, th what percentage of it does, does it actually pull in? It gets about 80, well, actually, I'm sorry, it gets about 90% of my handwriting right, okay. which is good, but yeah. the things that it gets confused on is, um, like, there's a lot of times where I'll be writing along, and the way I've organized my workflow is if I have a to-do task, I'll put a little box at the front of it, right? right? That way I know I have something to do. 
Well, when it looks at that box, because my boxes are never actual boxes, they're always weird-shaped little thingies that are closely approximating <laughs> boxes, sometimes it thinks it's a zero, sometimes it thinks it's an O. It's like, if I want to do um, indents to kind of save, like, help me call out, hey, this is a list of stuff that I need to know how to do, it doesn't always do that well. And right. If I try and draw little asterisks or something, it also is like, well, what the fuck is that? Which, like, seriously, looking at my handwriting, I understand it's proper, <laughs> right? right? <laughs> but, uh, and then it... Things that you take for granted, like when you're typing in a word, right, and you have a bullet point and it wraps around, yeah. and it kind of just automatically wraps to the beginning of the bullet point. Yeah, it does that on the paper, but then it's like not actually wrapped because it's a line feed and the, right. the next line, and so Things it starts at the left. A little bit, so you have to do a little cleanup on it. Afterwards, right, it gets yeah. hinky and there's cleanup. And I mean, granted, we're still technologically far from what I want, but I guess when I'm looking at like paper, for instance, like the app we were talking about here. Um, I would really want a more kind of digital, physical hybrid where the world kind of all works together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't have to worry about... Because, I mean, and I know this is not actually a problem anymore. Once you get something on your iPhone or your iPad, boom, you send a mail and ta-da, it's sent everywhere you need. Yeah. But I do like being able to go look here without having to unlock my iPad, turn it on, shake it around, hand it to somebody. Yeah. It... it it's uh, our digital world still feels very clunky when having a physical yeah. representation. We're getting there. Yeah, it's I still mean, got some time. We're we're, we're a little bit of out. We don't but have holograms yet. No, as soon as we do, the world will be awesome. Yeah. So speaking of uh, <laughs> other digital media, like say podcasts. Yeah. Uh, um, for those of you that don't know, we've been doing this now for um a couple of weeks. Five weeks now. Five this weeks, according week. to Matt's count. This is number five, and I think we skipped a week uh, when we were both traveling. Yeah. So um, that might actually be where I got off. But um, so when it came to this thing, I did a lot of the initial, how do we record a podcast? How do we get it set up and got the whole yeah. room going? I think you're the audio engineer. Yeah, exactly. And I've been the systems engineer. And when it came time to actually put this shit on the internet, I'm like, somebody else do this, please. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, Matt was kind enough to take that and run with it. So as of uh, a few days ago, we were actually live on iTunes. Yeah. And it sounds like you learned a whole bunch of stuff along the way. I did. Well, and I knew, I was like, oh, all I need to do is throw up an RSS feed, right? Boom, easy. And then I was like, yeah, let me just, th wait, uh, what's the schema for an RSS feed again? <laughs> yeah, this is one of those areas where actually I've had a lot of experience because I've been using RSS for a very long time. Right. I've written a number of scripts to hack up and down. Well, and, and then on top going. of that, uh, iTunes has a couple of uh, uh, specific tags. Of course, like you'd expect. Right. So there's some additional formatting you've got. And my, my first response was, well, let me just write this XML file. And then I was like, as and I get, I think I got to about the third or fourth line. And I was like, wait a minute, this is stupid. Somebody must have uh, written a small application to do this. And I, and I found one. It was really nice. And it was called, hang on a second, let me remember. <laughs> and by remember, he means look at his external memory hidden in his laptop, which is called... Hey, Absolute RSS Editor. Absolute RSS Editor. Which is just a nice little Windows app. Uh, it looks like a Windows application, um, typical, you know, folder structure. Yep. And it just lists out. You just fill out the form and you go, hey, here's here's what my um, podcast is. Or any other. It's, it's basically any RSS feed you want. And then there's actually a tab specific for podcasts. So you can put in the um, iTunes-specific. Yeah, exactly. Notes and, and whether or not it's... Uh, Clean or explicit, and, and all those sorts of things. And then right. uh, I uploaded the file to S3, and then I found out that that's case sensitive, which was weird because it's the internet. And uh, <laughs> that, that caused some confusion. Yeah, um, I remember the text messages. Yeah, yeah. I w <laughs> well, it was weird because I, I, I threw it up there, 
And I was like, eh, here's, here's whatever. And then I, I tried to hit it, and I just typed it in the browser. And I'm like, that's weird. I'm getting a 404 for this. I, I see it. It's clearly right there. Yep. Uh, and I, I banged my head for about 10 minutes before I sent you a text message because I was confused. And then yeah. somewhere in there, I, I, I right-clicked on the, the file from uh, the S3 con configurable. From the console, from the AWS console. The, the, the Firefox S3 yep. uh, uploader. And uh, get, pasted the URL. I'm like, well, that works fine. What's and I actually took the, the URL, and I couldn't see the difference in the URLs. I actually ended up p posting them in Notepad, one on top of the other, so I could see what the difference was. And I'm yeah. like, the spacing on these is exactly the same. And then I'm like, wait, the case is different, though. <laughs> and then I read some, and then I was like, I see. So, yeah. yeah. F full disclosure here for anybody that's interested, I'm actually currently working for Amazon Web Services. So uh, yeah, we're, we're not yeah. necessarily advertising S3 here. We're just saying uh, it's working really it, well for our it, podcast. It, it <laughs> is re I, and, and I got to say, I think for the um, – so I don't. So I'll, I'll, I'll do the talking on this. That way there's, there's no conflict of interest. Um, I really like I, – I think that you can throw up – for just file hosting – uh, you can throw up your, your stuff on there very easily, very fast, and very cheap. I mean, the, the, the costs for S3 storage so far uh, seem to be really low. Uh, we'll see when we start getting, like, millions of people listening to our stuff. Yeah, and, and even then, like, <laughs> internally, the S3 guys are really cool. They're a bunch of nice guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's good. <laughs> Spent a lot of time working with them, so. Yeah, um, yeah so it was just kind of, it was kind of a cool, it, it, was, a, it was a different learning experience, because I always, I, I've, had been used RSS feeds in the past and everything. I just never actually thought about, hey, what's the schema? I, I mean, I knew it was XML, but then I was mm -hmm. to actually go through and then see, that, oh, you know, oh, hey, there's an editor. This will, this will do it for me. And then, and then it just worked. And then yep. I and then I posted the the RSS feed up to Amazon and and Zune, and and they seem to be like working. Yeah, the internet. Oh, has I also had to, I also more. had to make an image. Yeah, <laughs> which for those of you looking at our image, um, be very impressed. That must have taken multiple minutes. Uh, it was a couple minutes to. Uh, well, I, I was I was worried about like copyright infringement. I'm like, well, I can't just take a picture off the internet. Somebody's gonna complain eventually someday. So I I found a bunch of pictures that I had, I went. Let me look through my pictures. I've got. Oh, hey, this is a circuit board, and this is some other. Let me make a collage and throw some words over the top of it. And uh, so this is yeah. actually gonna be our first ask for any listeners. If you actually decide to take the time to make a really cool um, logo for us. Yeah, we yeah, will yeah. use it. We will use it. Yeah, yeah. if you know, Send it along. like, uh, I don't know, uh, Photoshop did, or something. Did we actually post any email addresses with, uh, with the podcast? I, I believe it's got yours. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> Send me an email, uh, Zach at techsage.org. Um, we should probably get a domain for you can our also actual uh, it actually uh, actually it'll, it'll post uh, it linked back into our uh, our WordPress site so you can also post comments on our WordPress site and we'll we'll pay attention there. I should probably figure out what that URL is and try and read <laughs> it's, something. It's uh, the tech garage at WordPress.com. Ooh, that's tough. Yeah, I, I don't know that I'm gonna be able to remember that. Yeah. Okay, so um, the other thing that miraculously and this sadly isn't actually um, uh, a lie, this week we both watched the girl with the dragon tattoo. Yeah. And um, I, it sounds like we had different reactions to it. Yeah, so uh, personally, I was, er, like, last weekend doing something around the house. I think I was working, actually, and uh, my wife, Sid, comes in and goes, uh, hey, I'm thinking about watching the girl with the dragon tattoo. Is, is that cool? And I'm like, I don't fucking care. Go ahead, whatever. Did you watch the intro? The intro um, to that was fantastic. So for the, the American version... Uh, no, I missed the intro because I was, like, doing oh, something else. Oh, man, the intro was awesome. Uh, so it, it was directed by uh, uh, David Fincher, the same guy who did... Um, uh, Mulholland Fall or Mulholland Drive? Is no, that it? no, that's uh, 
different guy. Uh, did Twin Fight Peaks. Club and no, you're thinking of uh, David Lynch. <laughs> David Lynch, I'm sorry. Uh, David Fincher uh, did uh, Fight Club and did he do Heat? No, Fight Club, <laughs> one of the greatest movies wait, ever. Wait, wait, hold on. Did he do Pirates of the Caribbean? Seven. Uh, and and about, he's he's done a lot of really good movies. He's a good director. Um, wait, did he do Shaft? <sighs> I hate you. <laughs> So anyway, uh, the intro was f- amazing. You should go back and watch the intro, if nothing else, because it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, it's I got that Led Zeppelin cover, and there's all kinds of cool like people in black leather and oil and stuff coming down. It's just it's, it's it was cool. Well, we'll go ahead and um, add that to the list. Oh shit, I'm gonna do when I'm really really drunk I, next time. Yeah. And I have nothing better to do yeah. with my life. Um. So anyway, I, I a little rewind a little bit. I had actually watched the the Swedish version, like the first sixty minutes of it, uh, like Nerd. six months ago or eight months ago, and and it was it's definitely a slow starter. I was I was bored after at, at some point. I started to fall asleep, and I said, I really want to see this because I hear it's awesome, but I'm not getting it right now, and I don't feel like reading. So, um, <laughs> so I put it off until and and then the um, which is funny because you have no problem with anime where you have to read it. No, I don't. I, I don't have a, actually don't have a problem with with reading subtitles movies unless I'm tired and and I maybe want to close or my watching eyes. Watching a boring Swedish movie. Yeah, in which case it's hard to follow along. It's not hard. It's not that it's hard to follow along. It's hard to follow along if your eyes are shut or care because <laughs> you don't actually, know what they're saying. I know what I was doing. I just remembered. I was watching Helvetica. <laughs> Which was a way better oh movie God. than Nerd. <laughs> yeah. A movie about a font. Uh yeah. <laughs> but it was Swedish at least. Um <laughs> I'm sorry, it was Swiss, not yeah. Swedish, my bad. So so uh unlike you, I was complete I wasn't doing anything else and I became completely fascinated with the movie. Although I agree it does it did kind of have a slow pace. So and here's it, the thing. And the it's first, not for everyone. The first two hours are really goddamn boring. Uh, there was there was interspersed then there were ten minutes of useful something happening interspersed with moments of extreme Rape. brutality yeah. and uh, and stuff that was a little disturbing and and you kind of go wow this is this is a little shocking um, and even for me uh, but I was I, I don't know I was fascinated by the movie and I was I was at the end I was like. What happens next? So what? 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 How? I wanted to know what happened to your character. Why so. did she throw away the leather jacket? That looked really nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, so. Oh, by the way, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> she threw away the leather jacket. Uh, so I went back and I, I said, hey, I'll, I'm gonna go watch the uh, the next two movies, which are on the Swedish versions are, are have already been made. Is James Bond in those ones too? No, uh, it's a Swedish actor. And actually, I I thought Spain. that. Uh, I thought that James Bond did a better job. Uh, th- I actually like y- the American Daniel Craig. Actually, Daniel yeah. Craig. Yeah, I couldn't remember his name. Kind of held up his end of the now. bargain. Um, yeah, I, I like the David Fincher's version better than the, than the Swedish version. So, but actually, I, I have to ask, and this yeah. is one of those things that as we were watching it, I was bored out of my goddamn mind. So I was looking for anything to make this a more interesting yeah. movie. Did you, didn't you think that Tim Curry was missing in the movie? <laughs> I thought if they'd cast Tim Curry as her, um, her as um, one of the creepy guys, as her like aide guy that was giving her money. Oh, that tell the, me that's not a Tim Curry part. I, I could see that, but the guy that did it was was pretty creepy on his own. Yeah, not not Tim Curry creepy, but I'd, I'd have felt better with Tim Curry myself. Yeah, I, I could see that. I, I, maybe yes. David and I should have a chat later and uh, explain to him what his uh, let him know choices uh, let were him know there how wrong. It is. Yeah. All right. So my point. <laughs> Which is which is slowly coming. Uh, there was a uh, so I found on Netflix. There's and you'll hate this. 
there's actually an extended version of the Swedish films. Wait, 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 hold on. There's even more boringness? There's another two hours worth of oh, content. God, uh, how could we ever miss that? I know. So Thank uh, you, Netflix. I <laughs> And I didn't miss it. I spent nine hours this week <laughs> re-watching the first movie in, in Swedish. Uh, as well as the second two movies. And because there's so much content, what they ended up doing was they actually end up showing it as six separate episodes as opposed to three separate movies. And uh, it, it, it was, I was up till like one o'clock uh, last night, <laughs> I think, yeah, watching see. Uh, the girl who played with fire and the girl who kicked a hornet's nest. And, and it, uh, Wait, it's good hold stuff. on. Now, now you're talking about the, uh, um, the Hunger Games, aren't you? No. Oh, no. Have you seen that yet? Uh, yeah, we actually watched it this weekend. I yeah. read the books last week. Uh, the books are a very, very, very quick read. Yeah, and I read. And I, I understand, kind of violent for for children's books. Uh, yeah, I don't know that I would definitely. I, w- I would. Seems kind of weird for children's books. Children's right? books. Yeah, yeah. W- these are more like teen books. But at that's best. what the way they seem. I mean, they seem sold as teen, preteen. Yeah, yeah. I would definitely not let anybody under thirteen read them if, unless you have a like pretty solid stomach on your kid. Uh yeah, my daughter read them when I think she was ten. Yeah, that would be a little. And I didn't even. Making. It was funny because I didn't even know uh, anything about it. Good parenting job. <laughs> and uh, like three months ago, when the movie started getting promoted, I was like, "Hey, that that bird with the circle that looks really familiar." I think. Wait, I've seen that book before in my house. Yeah. No, the but the books are pretty awesome. I did find like. Okay, I, I don't care. Spoiler alert: anybody that hasn't read the Hunger Games or watched the Earmuffs. movie yet, yeah, c- c- cover your ears. Right, come wait, back about I haven't five seen minutes. it yet. I'm okay, so here's the thing, um, and I'm going to explain it to you okay. since you haven't read it, and All I right. doubt you will. I, mean, I probably won't read it. Yeah, we've known each other a very long time, and I've not ever known you to read preteen fiction. Uh, well, I did read Harry Potter. That's um, not really preteen fiction so much as um, uh, yeah, fiction based for children and um, adults too. Yeah, whereas I mean. I, I read a lot of stuff. <laughs> like I, I go through books faster than most. So um, right. Yeah. I mean, I read a lot. I, I, I usually. I'm surprised actually. Uh, I thought about actually reading the Dragon Tattoo books, books. but uh, but I never got around to it. I just checked out nine hours worth of movies instead. Yeah, it's easier um, that way. So yeah. like the interesting thing about um, the Hunger Games is basically it's set in a far flung future where they have a central capital that has like magic technology, like way better than we have right now, like the shit that I want. Right. And then they holograms. Have yeah, holograms oh, and everything. Yeah. yeah, all their yeah. UIs are like hologrammatic and nice. you know multi neat. And then they have these. Um, yeah, exactly. And then they have um, twelve other districts, right? And the twelve districts um, are broken up into specific areas of responsibility. There's like one that does the fishing and hunting. There's one that does the uh, um, farming. There's one that does coal digging, right? Right. So these don't seem like highly technological. No, they're not highly technological things. Yeah. Basically, what happened is back in the day there was a massive problem. Um, the 13 uh, districts rose up against the capital and tried to stick it to the capital, saying, no, we don't want to be um, you know, under your thumb. And the capital said, sit down, bitches. And um, as a result, now every year, the uh, different districts have to pony up a boy and a girl to fight in uh, the Hunger Games, okay. which are like a, uh, basically, imagine Survivor, where the goal is to kill everybody but one person. So this is really uh, the running man. Yeah, yeah basically, the running yeah. man. Um, and so um, Mixed with The Long Walk, another yeah, Bachman exactly. book. Bachman books are awesome, yeah. by the way. Um, some of the only Stephen King that I actually really super enjoyed. Um, strange that I've read a lot of it. But um, the weird thing is, is like I can buy a completely supremely technological com- country, like little tiny one that can you know own a bunch of people that don't have technology, right? And that says, "You people over there, I need meat. Make meat for me." 
You people over there, I need, you know, crops. Grow crops for me. You right. people over there, I need warriors. I'm going to pull all of my stormtroopers from you. I buy all that. What I don't buy is who the fuck needs coal? Like, uh, what? Wait, wait, what? One of the district's sole purpose is making coal. I know, like, but... They send them into the ground to dig up coal. Right, right. That's what they run all their power plants off of. But, like, this is, like... 3D in the air holographic technology. They've got bullet trains and hovercrafts and they're powering it off of fucking coal. Well, it probably runs power plants, which then create electricity to power you, all you their cannot, iPods. You cannot get enough t- you cannot get enough power out of coal. To I do mean, that. we're still running we still run most of our uh, powers off coal in the United States right now. Not most of our power. Most of our uh, power is for, and well, up nah. here, aren't we? Off here, we're on, here hydroelectric. we're on hydroelectric, and right. you know, we the also the rest of the United States, on the other hand. Yeah, but those are the backwater fucking people <laughs> that get put in the. And actually, even us. here in Chehalis, there's a coal power plant. Really? Yeah, I didn't think we had any of those left. We we have there's there's one uh, hmm. here in, in even in Western Washington. Weird. Yeah, but like it, it just see. Don't go bringing coal to the geologist, motherfucker. Hey, all I'm saying <laughs> is, it seems that if you have um, sorted out how to make like. Things fly in the air without jet engines. It does seem like you would have. Maybe uh, you've sorted out nuclear power. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Well, I suspect that what they're saying is Republicans win and we don't go with green power. <laughs> uh, that would make the I mean. argument that they have nuclear power and don't need coal anymore. Uh, no, no, yeah. Well, no. I mean, that, <laughs> no. I'm saying the Republicans wins and we don't go green power and they just keep using coal and yeah. gas. I, I mean, and, and, and other non-renewable because i recognize there's a bunch of people not that out i'm a greenie with, hippie i'm just saying yeah you are uh, I, I know there's a lot of people out there that live in their mother's basement that have a lot of time they're gonna go yeah but they need coal to run the other districts in because we don't want them to have high tech shut up <laughs> stop being stupid <laughs> and that's really just the nicest thing i could say yeah me today to me 20 years ago yeah don't be a dumbass so was it as an egregious uh, break in, in in the in the storyline for you as as uh, as the, the second last Terminator? No, no, the last Terminator movie. Wait, hold on. Which was the last Terminator? That was, was that the one where it was the half robot, half man? Yeah, and he and came back. The guy from Avatar. He comes in. He's and he's uh, and he's a Terminator guy, but he doesn't know he's a Terminator. Yeah. Da, da, da. And yeah. the movie was all pretty good until the very end when mean, Batman needs a new heart. Yeah, that. <laughs> and they did a heart transplant in the desert. Yeah, because you could do that, like totally. And, and I'm cool with I'm cool with robots going back to the future. I'm cool with uh, You're all cool con- with the previous Terminator movies I, I, where I'm John cool Connor's with, yeah, girlfriend yeah. was sending him back or her back or people. I'm back okay that there's save. been like five different actors who have played John Carter over the last twenty years. I'm Dude, John Connor. John Carter's the yeah, new yeah, Disney yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Don't get this wrong. Uh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> geeks are gonna come kill me. <laughs> You're um, in so I'm much cool trouble. with I'm cool with all of the 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 things that are impossible happening within the within the idea or the the Terminator world uh, fantasy world, right? I can't buy like a heart transplant in the desert with minimal. So it just doesn't and, make sense. And, and there was no reason to do it. Like here's the thing. They, they could have another reason for the Terminator to sacrifice himself for John Connor. They didn't have to do a heart transplant. It was just silly. Here's the thing that I'm constantly amazed by when talking to you about movies. There are like the movie could have absolutely no foothold in reality, and like there's something about it that you always grab onto the stuff that almost makes sense. Like. I could buy a, a triaged heart transplant of those. <laughs> that makes sense. Or my favorite in the fourth Indiana Jones movie, where they're like oh fucking God, swinging s- like Tarzan style through the desert. Yeah, there's goddamn aliens. There's big people. There's like hidden I, weird no, no, people. No, no, I hated all of that. Yeah, but the part that really tore you up, they were like, "This is so bullshit." Was giant fucking ants. 
Really, no, no. dude? Come so, on. Okay. It's possible. Okay, no, no. I had two. I had two. The giant fucking ants. Because it's not possible. Giant fucking ants don't exist, for well, one thing. They've I, never existed. I it will just, buy that a giant was, insect can happen better okay. than... Uh, who's that? Who's the little uh, punk? Uh, uh, yeah. Sh- Shia LaBeouf? No, no, Shia LaBeouf. But he could figure out how to swing with goddamn no, no. monkeys and catch up with a fucking car? No, no. That movie, it all was wrong. I, I, I didn't believe any of that movie. I, I, I was kind of okay with him hiding in the uh, fridge for the atomic bomb. But <laughs> wait, hold on, hold on. But so you're okay with Indy in a fridge that gets yeah. knocked by a like a shockwave from a nuclear bomb, I was, flying around and not getting turned into pulp? Yeah, I, w- I was better with that than I was the the Tarzan swinging, the giant ants, but the most egregious to me. Wait, wait, hold and on, actually, hold on. Okay, so was so, this the janitor playing an FBI agent? No, no, no. That was pretty bad. So, so here's the thing: I was okay with the the alien technology, right? Because that's the fantasy part. That's yeah. the here's the thing that that's like Mola Ram or the Ark of the Covenant right. and the guy's. Hey, exactly, yeah. uh, the uh, the dudes hiding in the walls. Yeah, like the they guardians. have nothing better to do but hang out. Like in the wall. they just hide in the wall. Like how long have these guys been hiding? Because they're supposed, yeah. as far as you can tell, they're like real dudes. They're just dudes. Like there's a tribe yeah. that hangs out in the Amazon there, and they hide in the walls well, for somebody to come by. Their job and is important. Do they get mudded back into the wall every every day? Do they come yeah. in to work? And some some guy comes and muds them into the wall. So when somebody walks through, they can they can break out. And it was. It uh, was ridiculous and poor thought out. Dude, you've seen security guards. These are just really early security guards. They're the same shit the security guards yeah. we do since they were invented. <laughs> Let's mud some guys under the wall. That'll make sense. Let's stand around and stop people from doing stuff. Yeah. Are anybody going to come through and do stuff? Hide well, in the no. wall. Hide in the wall. They won't know us. Yeah. Just Don't put move. Some, put some adobe over the top of me. Yeah. It's, yeah. The, the fourth Indiana Jones was basically an abortion. That movie was awful. <laughs> Which, by the way, I actually got to watch an abortion um, uh, bunch of folks in front of the courthouse, like, protesting against uh, Oh, abortions. protesters? Why were they in front yeah. of the courthouse? Why aren't they in front of, like, uh, I don't know, an abortion clinic where they normally I, hang so out at? So, here's the thing. Like, I work in downtown Seattle. Don't those people have anything better to do, by that the way? That was what I want to know. I'm like... Like, is that really the worst thing that's going on in the world right now well, that you've got to contribute to? Here's the worst I'm part, I'm sorry. Too. This isn't technological at yeah. all, but... I mean, I'm sure there's some tech behind abortions, but... Here's the thing. Like, for me, it was actually really disturbing because... I wanted to go get teriyaki, and in order to get teriyaki, I had to walk past all of these people protesting. I'm like, oh, fuck that noise. I guess I'm going to go get some tacos. <laughs> and I had to have tacos when I wanted teriyaki. I mean, uh, it, really? T- talk about like inconsiderate on their part. Couldn't yeah. they like protest on Wait, a different you couldn't, day? So you couldn't get through them to get to the teriyaki, or you just there, didn't want to deal with it? There was like both sides of the street were packed with people. It was basically shut down. There were people with signs of, you know, like parts of babies. And I'm like, people, please. <sighs> This is stupid. You're, you're not convincing me one way or another. You're just inconveniencing me getting my lunch. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of appalling to me because I was really wanting teriyaki. Um, <laughs> yes, yes, I know how. I have no heart. It makes sense. Um, oh, okay. So let's actually. <laughs> that was really wildly off topic. We, we, went, <laughs> we went way off. That was a uh, tangent so we were, off of another yeah, tangent. We were talking about the girl with the dragon tattoo. I hated yeah. it. It was boring as shit. I loved it. You loved it. I loved it. And if you like it, go out and find the extended edition, and you can gel out for an entire weekend watching that. Yeah. Stuff. Now, in, in case you actually have taste, I want to go suggest you watch something else on Netflix. Um, there's a show called Sherlock. It's got three episodes. It's basically taking Sherlock Holmes and putting him in today's time. You know, and hang on. <laughs> Uh oh! <laughs> you, you made the recommendation to the me that about three weeks ago, and I went and I found it, and I watched about ten minutes, and I turned it off. I couldn't. <laughs> I was bored. I'm not making this up either. This is shocking because Sherlock yeah. was actually interesting. I don't and know. Good. I I I didn't, I didn't get to the interesting part. I'll give it another try. 
Yeah, like which uh, you were watching the first episode. Yeah, I don't even remember what happened. I was so bored. I have no scope of what happened other than there's like dudes. This is like, uh, is this like um, shitty British drama? That was that was what I was See, the vibe I was getting. I, and I and can, so then I, I gave up. And this is one of the differences between us. Apparently, you like Swedish movies, <laughs> jackass. By the way, um, there's a great movie called Troll. It's a f- Swedish independent movie. You should check it out. <laughs> oh God. So here, here's the thing. I, it, I it's can, like Blair Witch Project, but with trolls. Oh, good, because like I totally trolls. loved the yeah. Blair Witch Project. It, it, it's good. You should check it out. Uh, I, I understand where you're coming on the shitty British drama. Mm-hmm. I, I can understand where you pull that vibe off of the first few minutes of Sherlock. Yeah. Give it a good 20 minutes. Give it a little, a little, yeah. give it a little more time. All right. um, because it actually shifts from um, crappy British drama, which there's a lot of, and I completely understand where you can see that. But uh, g- give it a shot. It's pretty good. All right. I'll check it out. So... Um, you were talking to me earlier today about a cool app that you found for your phone. Yeah, so uh, <clears throat> in one of my cars, the one that I usually don't drive very often, but I have been because it gets better gas miles than my other car. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I drive to Seattle every day in a Murano. It's awesome gas yeah. mileage. Um, but it's got the it's got a Bluetooth sync. So as I was driving home the other day, I was like, ah, let me let me listen to some music, and uh, I don't remember which song it was, but I was like, these lyrics. I've heard this song 50 times, and I don't know what they're saying right here. Uh, and I was like, wait a minute. I installed some app called Lyrics on the phone uh, about three months ago while I was just checking stuff out. It was free. I wonder if this will, like, if it really works. And it pulled up. Mm-hmm. As soon as I clicked it, the song that was already playing yep. with the lyrics. And I was like, wait, oh, here's what it says. And, and I can even, like, I, I, I was... Probably in stop and go traffic because I was looking at it. Yeah, uh, or going 50 miles an hour <laughs> down 405. One of the two. It's one, really one hard to tell those, which. One of those, yeah. Uh, the cool thing that I noticed, though, which which I didn't quite expect, was that when the next song came on, the lyrics changed, and it just showed me exactly what was there. And I was, I was kind of enamored with it because I was enamored with the entire experience of mm-hmm. Bluetooth sync of my phone untethered to, you know, there's no, there's no cable, um, yep. which makes it fairly easy awesome. to... to Remote control it, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not like I have to look down at, at something yep. plugged into a cable. And and it just works. And then phone calls come in, and I talk it without having to do anything. Yeah, it pauses yep. the music, and people are talking to me from the ether. Yep. And, uh, yeah, and, and I can just look down and go like, oh, that's what those words are. And yep. it just knows exactly what I want to see. And the, the, the experience of those three things kind of coming together was like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm in the future. Yeah, <laughs> I was actually, it wasn't, I mean, I got a new car a couple months back. And uh, I was driving down the road, and I'm like, okay, I need to call my wife. Hit the button. Handset phone book. (laughs) Bard, Sydney. Three. One. Dial. I'm like, this is fucking bullshit. I feel like, hang up. Pull out my phone. Press and hold the button. Boom, boom. Call Sydney Bard on her mobile. Bing, calling Sydney Bard on her mobile. And like, wait a minute, hold on. Siri works through my Bluetooth magic? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not thrilled with the address book functionality on any of the Bluetooth. Like, like I, the same thing. Like, yeah. I never use the address book in the car because it just seems like well, the same. There's too many menus to go through there. It should, you should just be like, call so-and-so, and then it works, and it doesn't. Yeah, but I found even, and this is a, for those of you people listening to our podcast that happen to be making UIs for cars. Listen up. Put your hearing faces on. Pay attention to me. When you pull phone numbers out of a phone book and you give me three options to pick from, 
Show me the goddamn phone number. Do not show me mobile <laughs> one, mobile two, mobile three. Because guess what? I don't know what sort order you've picked. Are these, um, like, how are these coming out? Give me some kind of feedback so that I know when I'm calling my dad, who has three goddamn cell phones, that I can pick the right one. Okay, I'm, I'm done. You guys can. Well, he, he he has uh, well, actually it's just three numbers for my dad. He's got okay. his cell phone, his home phone, okay. and uh, and his work phone, and his work phone, yeah. right? But still, like my car recognizes that as three different phones, right. and I don't know which one is which. Which on your phone it clearly says mobile yeah. home work. Exactly, and you my phone it. says not only does it say mobile home work, but it gives me the effing number, so I can yeah. like oh yeah, I want that one right there. Um, but yeah, so back to the uh, lyrics app that you found, which is really cool, and we're having a really hard time staying on topic. We today, are, we? but I kind of um, like it. I'm okay with it. So the lyrics app that you're talking about is really cool. Yeah, um, we were actually um, karaokeing a couple weeks back, and the song came on. For those of you that don't karaoke, and I'm Me. assuming you're one of them. Me, I am. Uh, it's not just a bunch of people that can't sing that get up and sing. Really. It's mostly that, but it's also drunk people that can't sing that are getting uh, up and singing, or right. alternately, drunk people that can sing that are getting up and singing. Right, right. Which is um, probably all more interesting if you are drunk. Uh, totally. Yeah. But the uh, the way it goes down is there's usually a person singing the karaoke, and then there's some bumper music, um, depending on how much um, how many people are in the queue. You mean like as 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 uh, as you finish your song? Yeah. Like I can, they, be s- they play some like background music while the next person gets ready to play yeah. their song. L- let me give you Zach okay. uh, an idea. It's like, okay, and coming up next is Zach. Thank you, Zach. Uh, what are you gonna be singing for us? Oh, trying to be good. Okay, great. Uh, here he goes. I get so up. It's I sing a strip my song. Club guy? Exactly. <laughs> coming up on the main stage is Candy. Let's give it up for Candy. Don't exactly forget these girls are working like for tips. Strip club announcer. Uh, yeah, apparently my um, karaoke announcer voice and my strip yeah, club okay. announcer voice are the same. Are they the but, same? Uh, yeah. Are they the same guys? No, no. The um, actually the police beat karaoke has a chick that does it. Oh. And I've never been to a strip club that actually had a chick doing announcing. Huh. I've never yeah. been to a strip club, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> you lying sack of <laughs> shit. So anyways, like you finish up your song, and then they like bring up a song already in progress, like uh, you know, Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy or something, right? Right. They play 20 or 30 seconds of that, and then the next person comes up. It gives them time to walk and you know, pick up the microphone, set their beer down. Um, in the event that there's like four people karaokeing, which happens from time to time. Like all at the same time? No, like oh. ever, all night long. There's like just nobody doing it. Okay. They'll play a lot of music in the middle. So there'll be like a person karaokeing, and then there'll be like three full-on songs by whoever they think is going to be popular tonight. Okay. So that's like a DJ slash karaoke yeah, yeah. gig. Exactly. Okay. So we're sitting there one night, and you know it's a slow karaoke night. So there's the four of us at our table at karaoke, and nobody else in the place. So right. You know we're like. So can't whatever. you just bogart the mic then? We could. I mean, we know the lady. It would be easy, but it. I mean, it's not like anybody else wants a turn. No, but it starts to get sad when you're up there like for too long. Right, but you're it's rotating between four people. Yeah, you just you just karaoke roundtable, ca- karaoke then, right? Karaoke yeah. round robin. Yeah, yeah, it, it, we could, but you know, we don't. Karaoke apocalypse. Now we're talking. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we were there listening the other night, and a song came up. And uh, again, nobody knows this, but I'm not a big fan of country music. I, I just don't like it. It doesn't. I, I'm not a fan. And yet, you and have a horse. Yes, I do have a horse. <laughs> but uh, and live on what could be called a farm. Yeah, that's true. All true. But my wife. And I saw you roll up in like a dually. <laughs> 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 with a horse trailer behind it. So you're suggesting that just because I was driving an F-350 Dually with a gooseneck trailer on the back, a gooseneck horse trailer, yeah. excuse me, uh, that I might like country music. Yeah. Uh, the the only uh, opposing uh, the, the only difference here is, is my Volcom sweatshirt, my skater shoes, my samurai top knot. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
No, but so we're like we were sitting there the other night, and it was one of those nights where you sing a little bit, and there's some songs in the middle, and uh, some hillbilly song came on, and my wife's like, "Oh, I like this song, yay!" And I'm like, eh, "This this is in my range. I, I could probably sing this, and my wife would totally dig it. So you know, whatever, I'll, I'll do it." So I pull out my iPhone and I hit uh, Shazam. Everybody's seen Shazam and played with Shazam. Yep. Now, uh, Shazam, in my experience, has not been quite as successful as I would want it to be. But this one time, it just blew my fucking mind. Because it figured out the song, and then it, it brought the lyrics up in the song, just on the screen like you're talking about. Oh, really? But it did it in, like, really cool... Um, and this is one of the things where if you'd watched Helvetica, you'd understand. Um, the, uh, <laughs> I saw the, a part of it. Yeah, the font that they were using actually was kind of interesting, kind of exciting, but it also transmitted information about like where you should be accenting stuff and where you should be doing cool shit. And it was like, wow, this is just wicked awesome. Um, yeah, so anyway, uh, there's a bunch of cool apps out there that can provide you lyrics. It's really badass, like especially if you're karaoke because you can kind of practice before you go up. Yeah. Now, are you using are you using the pro version of Shazam to get the lyrics? Because uh, the version I've got, which granted I've got the Windows Phone version, so maybe maybe you know, different. maybe different version. Uh, I I can't get the lyrics. I've tried. Uh, yeah. But um, no, I'm just using whatever one was free. Wow. Well, yeah. that's cool. It sounds like they've they've been doing upgrades. And yeah. I, yeah. But yeah, I mean, basically the uh, the uh, short message here is the world is really cool. Go find some lyrics. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, and and with that, I think we're actually going to boogie on out of here. And maybe at at almost some exactly songs. an hour this time. That's actually fairly miraculous. Usually we run over a lot. <laughs> well, last time we were like 30 minutes over, but yeah. it was good. Cool. So, till next so, week. Uh, till next week, it was good to see you guys, and uh, we hope to hear you again. 